but of course it's called the observatory and strangely enough you know most observatories are make you look up into the heavens but this one because the arms are pointing towards each community this one makes you think about looking at the earth the coal cutter's dream i'm john wood born in penabrin half a mile from the park worked in panatta for 35 years i was a coal cutter and a miner when I went to the colony first, of course, it was all hand-getting, shovels and picks and what have you. But later on, they introduced all these uh, mechanisation, and uh, this was the baby that uh, produced all the coal. It was um, a tough, tough machine, very, very noisy. I mean, it just tore coal out. I mean, a machine like this would turn out, oh, 510 in a shift... And it reduced the need for large numbers of people filling coal by hand. Part of the inspiration behind the coal cutter's dream was that when the miners were working underground, it was very cold and wet. When they'd have a break to have their lunch or something, they would lean against their, their machine because it was warm, because it had been working and the, and the friction made it warm. So they would lean against the machine, eat their sandwiches, and then sort of the idea that uh, the artist came up with that they would drift off and think about life above ground. You'd be allowed 20 minutes halfway through the shift generally uh, a water jack with water and a couple of sandwiches and that's, that's all you'd have. I never dreamt about working on the surface but I dreamt about being in other places like Spain or Portugal. Well he was always afraid as a miner about uh, explosions that you read about in other colonies but no I enjoyed working underground and uh, every day was different. Overnight, things could change. You know, the conditions, gas uh, accumulations, all sorts. So it wasn't like working in Woolworths. That's a common expression uh, miners always use. Not working in Woolworths, but... Dockets. My name's Simon Greenfield, Senior Ranger with Caffili County Borough Council's Countryside Service. We're standing next to a series of artworks which is being called Dockets by the artist Andrew Rowe. There are a series of Corten steel panels. Corten is a, is a steel that rusts but doesn't actually rust, if that makes sense. And the inspiration for this artwork that Andrew had was as he was walking around the colliery site, he noticed a series of pages out of a book that had blown in the wind. And what he's tried to do is recreate those sheaves of paper blowing in the wind along the side of the access road. He worked with local school children who came up with the designs of animals that could be found within Park Penafta and those have been recreated on the, the pages to create a series of panels that depict the current life within Park Penafta. Now, if you talk to any of the, the miners, when they talk about dockets, a docket to them was their pay slip that told them the exact amount that they had earned for the week but you know, this is the name that the artist has given the artworks, but it is still quite an interesting feature as you come into the park. Stone Stories My name is Len Lewis. I uh, started in Panatta Colliery in 1940, and I finished working in Panatta Colliery in July 1986. On my first day at the colliery, I didn't work underground, I was on the surface uh, slacking uh, empty trams back down the pit for the miners to fill up again and, and bring up. After that, I was uh, 
given his apprentice job in the fitting shop. I was for a while then driving the overhead crane in the shops and after that every machinery that uh, was um, available. I wasn't a regular down the pit, I went down the pit quite often when there was problems. Uh, on many occasions I had to go down on top of the carriage to uh, maintain the main pumps that pumped the water from the pit up to the reservoir on top of the pit. They were closing the collieries all around. So that one morning I came to work and the manager sent for me and he said, would you like to finish? And I said to him, uh, well, I don't know. I said, I'd have to talk it over with my wife. It happened so sudden, really. And from that moment, I came back to Penalta Colliery twice. Once as a councillor and the other one the day it closed. He invited us all back and you work somewhere 46 years, you... You know, you're bound to miss it, you know. For a while I was, didn't know where to go but, uh, because I was a regular worker, but uh, being a counsellor it helped quite a lot and uh, took a strain off being, if you like, uh, down and out there. Sad day all round. Panada Colliery was a wonderful colliery. The morale in Panada Colliery was outstanding. Everybody stood by everybody else. Anyone in trouble, they all helped. And, uh, and nobody liked... Uh, on occasion doing what they had to do. But I've got to say this, from my experience at the colliery level, the uh, average man was happy with what he was doing and looked forward to go to work. You know, you can't uh, beat that, can you, whenever you go. Sultan the pit pony. Sultan himself was made, I suppose, 99% from spoil on site. It is a 200-metre-long earth sculpture, reckoned to be the longest earth sculpture of its type in Britain which people don't often spot until it's actually pointed out to them. It was designed by an artist called Mick Petz. He had two JCB drivers working down there, and every day he'd take a pallet full of plaster and he'd carve out a small model of what he wanted them to do on the day, because originally it was just a sort of bund, like a slug rather than a horse. To um, protect the area from the wind... And then, as they were working, he'd drive up to the top, to the viewing point here, look down, then run back down and say, take a little bit more off that leg. And Mick says that it sort of represents the the final freedom of the pit ponies when the colliery closed in 1991. When he was first constructed, he didn't have a name, and it is the locals who've called him, or nicknamed him Sultan, after one of the famous colliery ponies that were kept in Panathla Colliery. I think the, the sculptor that Mick has created is very, very clever because it actually uses the material in different ways to, to emphasise the sculpture itself. So, for instance, the, the subsoil allows the grasses to grow, so you can see that blowing in the wind on, in when it grows, like a brown, shaggy pit pony. At the top end, eye is made out of local anthracite coal. The hooves itself, we just left those without anything on, and you can see the coal shale and spoil, which is black, and it looks obviously like a horse's hooves. The original ear was a willow sculpture, which, because it's on the highest point of Sultan, it didn't take. So we replaced it with a metal-shaped ear. And what we would like here is for you to send in your thoughts and ideas about the park so that we can get some feedback about how you think the park looks and is run. The big big area behind the vents area is very, seems very open and barren, but actually this was designed for lapwings. What lapwings need is areas where they can feed in scrapes and wet areas. So we decided we can put some, some wet areas on the site, and Mick, the artist, came up with the idea, why not make them into huge footprints to look as though Sultan walked across the site?
Breaking the Mould. Hi, my name is Paul Cook. I'm team leader for sustainable development and living environment within the council. Uh, but during the development of Park Penalta, I worked for Groundwork Caffili as project manager for the project. The Breaking the Mould project came about as part of the Millennium Programme to regenerate coal tips and, and areas of spoil. So the idea was that every site of the 21 sites for Groundwork UK had something similar on site to kind of link them together. So the idea was to design a sculpture which could be used in different locations in different ways. So various workshops were done with children and people involved in the various sites, design a sculpture which could be used in different locations. The Breaking the Mould is a result of that. And what happened is that the artist, Andrew McKeown, would come to site and he actually had a version of the, of the model. He made a polystyrene in the back of his van, so he identified the location and it went on to site and then put the various pieces in a, in a way that seemed appropriate for the site. So that the taller pieces, you can see, are pointed towards Tyler Town Colliery and the others are arranged to make a seating area around the seed to make an interesting sculpture. And there are various different versions of this on, on 21 sites throughout the UK. Well, I really like the sculpture. I... When the idea of getting a, a sculpture to fit on 21 sites was originally thought, I thought it might be very difficult to do. I don't know how well it works on other sites, but it certainly seems to work very well on Park Penalta because it is about reclaiming land and it's about new beginnings and the, the steel seed coming out of the, the old concrete block is, it seems very sort of apt for the site itself. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit itsyyfm.com.